Hi, everyone, and welcome to Talent Talks. I'm Rob Adams. Today, we're excited to be joined by Steve Hochberg, the CEO of Caliber Associates, a San Diego-based life sciences executive firm. Today, Mr. Hochberg joins the show to share some of the latest trends in the life sciences sector for both clients and candidates. He then looks deeper into the impacts of remote hiring, the new hybrid workforce model, and much more. And Steve, we were talking off the air, but welcome officially to the show. Always nice to talk to you. Rob, it's uh, good to see you again. I hope you're doing uh, well. And obviously, as we approach the holiday season, that it will be filled with uh, joy, most importantly, good health. That's that's exactly what we should be asking for at this time of year, Steve. I totally agree with you. And, and of, as always, we appreciate you joining us to share your expertise. Uh, so we'll jump right into the questions. Steve, please discuss some of the latest trends in the life sciences sector as both candidates and clients return to work. Well, I can tell you, Rob, the most frequently word uh, when describing the best return to work models is hybrid. First and foremost, the emphasis on returning to work is, I'm sure you would imagine, is still that there needs to be a safe and healthy work environment that can be achieved. As the uh, overwhelming majority of employees here in the life science sector were sort of at the front end of getting vaccinated and are now approaching uh, getting their booster, um, we're beginning to see a lot more uh, emphasis on that flexibility in a hybrid situation. Um, I think organizations are continuing to identify positions that are absolutely essential where everybody's at the workplace, uh, while also being more flexible with uh, those positions that can be managed from a remote facility. I, I think one of the most interesting things at this time is that candidates and clients are looking for more flexibility and the option to work from home. And how is that impacting the interview process, Steve? You know, Rob, when we specifically talk about the interview process, um, ironically, uh, the silver lining of remote working has made candidates uh, much more available um, and flexible to schedule interviews. We've eliminated a lot of the travel time associated with interview processes. And one of the other things that, you know, I think is, is very critical is that because of the uh, ability to have candidates uh, conduct a remote interview, we don't have to necessarily get candidates to speak with six people all in a row on the same day. So we can really break up the process just a little bit. But with that said, I think uh, candidates and clients uh, need to be aware that um, they really should pay a lot of attention to the environment of where they're conducting the Zoom and try to avoid any kinds of interruptions phones ringing, bells ringing, kids coming in and saying hello, or uh, that wonderful cat or dog that's going to jump up on the lap. Uh, I think it still needs to be treated with a level of seriousness, and most candidates and clients will do that. And I think one final comment about this uh, remote interviewing is that it places a greater deal of emphasis on the logistics and making sure we get it right and we anticipate um, any um, uh, I would say, uh, breaks uh, in technology so that uh, candidates and um, clients are fully aware of what's going on and uh, the process goes as smoothly as possible. 
Oh, your comment about a cat coming in. Mine has come in in the middle of recording sessions for Talent Talks. He knocked a table flying in the middle of it, so I completely get where you're coming from. Um, Steve, as Executive Search, has it been successful in transitioning to remote hiring? Have placements been as successful as they were pre-pandemic, or is it too early to tell? And lastly, do you expect to see an impact on successful placements moving forward? Those are all uh, great questions, and I'll try to uh, summarize my comments to sort of the essential points here. Um, I think certainly the pandemic has enabled search firms to explore new models and paradigms uh, with respect to remote hiring. I think given that there have been fewer face-to-face interactions, there needs to be a much greater significant level of attention to due diligence um, in the search process. I think we can rely on those conversations with people that have had those face-to-face interactions with candidates to shed a little bit more light about how they conduct themselves, particularly in presentations and perhaps uh, how they might respond to thinking on their feet. With respect to the overall quality of the hiring process, uh, I think the jury is still out. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the challenges is in the assimilation process of new hires and making sure that the critical touch points are all in place. And I think to the extent that companies do pay greater attention to that assimilation process, it's going to up the potential uh, for this being uh, a successful outcome. On the cautionary road, though, however, with candidates working remotely, their access uh, in a really uh, what I'll call high demand for talent to uh, speaking and entertaining other opportunities, I believe will be greater going into 2022. So it could be some rocky waters ahead with regard to uh, candidate retention. We're a work in progress, aren't we? That's exactly correct. And I think that we're all learning as we go and uh, we're perfecting that process. Yeah, it, we've we've come a long way and we have a ways to go as well. How, how do you expect a hybrid workforce to impact executive search and hiring in 2022 and beyond? And second part, how will technology impact our ability to work remotely in an efficient manner? So, Rob, I think the key to a successful hybrid working environment come down to a couple of words. Clarity of expectations. Mm-hmm. I think uh, now more than ever before, when we start talking about that word hybrid and remote working, we also have to be very clear on what that means to the uh, candidate and to the client organization. And frankly, if there's different expectations, that ship's not going to sail. I think addressing uh, those issues with candor um, and openness and a receptivity to uh, listening closely is going to ultimately result in the best situation. And no one wants to make a hire if it's not going to work out. With regard to your second part of the question in technology, um, I don't know um, if you experience what I do, but let's just say that I don't consider uh, technical competency to be my core strength, (laughs) meaning that to the extent that companies are aware that the tools that they provide to their employees that are working remotely 
are going to directly have an impact on how effective those individuals can be, um, I think is going to be the name of the game. And it's a challenge. It's a challenge if something happens with your computer or your scanner, um, you know, to not have that person next to you to call, to address, to fix quickly. Oh, so these yeah. are all things I think we need to focus on, work on, and uh, uh, be sensitive to. Yeah, again, it's it's that it, – I'll go back to the word evolving. We're, we're kind of making this up as we go along, and you're right, not having that – that tech person right there to get you back up. If it's something in house, you know, at your house, I mean, that's, that's certainly something to be considered. Uh, all good points, Steve. Um, what are some of the trends that you are noticing around C-suite hires in the life science sector? And do clients prefer to have a face-to-face interaction before making the hire? So, Rob, now that we are thankfully emerging uh, from this pandemic, uh, at least with people being vaccinated and receiving a booster and uh, with the fear of a serious illness uh, being placated a bit, I certainly believe at the C-level suite and at board of director searches that there is a much greater emphasis on wanting to press the flesh and meet face to face. There's really no substitute for that, as we know, in building rapport, in developing an appreciation for interaction, et cetera. And I'm seeing, by the way, uh, not only clients preferring that, but certainly candidates as well. Um, It does a great deal of good after a lot of uh, the groundwork has been laid through Zoom meetings to have those face-to-face meetings. I see that really, um, you know, being the norm in 2022 and beyond feels like Zoom will kind of settle into being part of it, but not everything. I think that's fair to say. Absolutely. I think that's true of the the remote remote working situation as well. And what I see happening is that um, there'll need to be times where uh, groups and teams come together for both, uh, you know, that what I'll call that key meeting and interface, but also for some of the you know, the social mores that uh, were present at work and uh, certainly uh, team building, et cetera. And, uh, you know, finally, I believe that one of the absolute keys to success uh, as we move forward um, is that ability to continually uh, be empathetic and understanding and appreciative uh, that we're all doing the best we can and developing a sensitivity to what I'd call the uh, elongated day uh, vis-a-vis Zooms um, and being receptive to uh, different scheduling um, preferences, I think is going to be important. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. A- anything you want to add as we start wrapping things up, Steve? All great points so far. I really believe that as uh, we look forward to a new and healthy year, um, that everybody... Uh, allows one another to take a deep breath, um, that we be a little more careful uh, and deliberative in our selection decisions, and that we focus uh, truly on what the key questions we want answered are, being able to, without um, any hesitation, uh, slow the pedal down, and make sure that we're focused on really the best decisions as opposed to the quickest decisions. 
I totally agree with you. It's, it's so great to talk with you, Steve, and uh, I always appreciate your time. It's uh, great seeing you, Rob, and uh, again, all the best for a happy and a healthy holiday and a great uh, successful year ahead. Well, we, we look forward to 2022 and beyond. There were many changes caused by COVID, and it seems like it is really driving some of the trends that occurred in 2021 and I'm loving what you're what you're telling me telling me about the future, Steve. I, I think we're we're on the right path. Sounds great. Nice talking. Thanks, Steve. That's all the time we have here today. I'm your host, Rob Adams, alongside Steve Hochberg of Caliber Associates, and this has been Talent Talks. <laughs>